0: What up, though? This is your boy CB, that's Chill B, and this is the Chill Bravado Podcast. And I bring you a series called Laker 82-16, and that's where we cover the grind of an 82-game-long season, and it takes 16 wins to get the chip in the end. And today, as you listen on all podcast platforms, that is, and don't forget, after your first listen, to go check out the All Things Sports podcast with my boy, my brother Jr. Always breaking down everything that I just can't talk about because I'm only, I'm just not that multifaceted when it comes to talking about other than the Lakers and the Falcons and the, and the Yankees and the Tar Heels. Like these are the teams that I'm going to always talk about. Everything revolves around them in my sports world. <clears throat> but today. Let's talk about the Lakers, and we're going to talk about how they got robbed in Boston and how I feel about that. I'm going to get that out the way early, so I don't have to harp on it. there has been a while. I didn't want to record right after because I wanted to see the reaction of the fans and the media. And we're going to talk about how we still can end this road trip on a positive note. Because you know, if you go over, if you go 500 or higher, it's always good. So we lost to you know, lost to Boston, lost to the Nets, but we've won against the Knicks and we beat the Pacers. So now we have at Pelicans on Saturday to close it out. So we're going to get into that. And I'm going to talk about these guards and of course the trade deadline right around the corner looming all that and much more next. All right, all right. Let's get right back into it. And yes, Tatum fouled LeBron. And yes, LeBron had a temper tantrum. And yes, fans had a reaction to it. And I agree with one thing. It was a foul. It was a foul. Now, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. After the foul took place, you know, and I needed another angle because I really didn't know if he got fouled. So my first reaction is, what is LeBron doing? <laughs> I just like, get up. Get up. You got overtime to play. But then when the replay come through, it frustrated me much more because, okay, yeah, this man has a point. He was definitely fouled, And that and, and to me, that was the straw that broke the Kings back because it was a couple plays there. It was a call on AD when he was boxing out somebody. I think it was Brogdon or somebody. And they called a foul on him. And that's after... They had, we had got, you know, a challenge that went against them, and we had to get it reverted. It's like they were daring to give AD a foul somewhere, and it was frustrating for them. But that was a foul by Tatum. We knew the game was over right then because Pat (laughs) Bev was the funniest thing of the whole night. The man had a game of his life. The putback ducker, then he goes and be dumb and gets the little foul on the head of of Brown, and Brown Brown played very well. Tatum picked up later on, but. Boston, man They're not getting no love from me So, like, they're supposed to win But this is twice that y'all had to win by, you know Barely barely, They barely won, okay So let's cut it out Like, Boston, y'all alright But whatever So, this is my thing With that game I was like I went to a certain part in the game And I'm like During that third quarter I was like We have to win this game Because we're in it and like we don't want to I'm, I'm like please don't give us the heartbreak either just lose now or win it <laughs> you know and we couldn't get the dub so i understand that and and i'm not gonna hop on more than that like lebron flopped around like a fish enough for me to let us know he was upset about that the next game I'm, we're not talking about the game because none of them play so you know whatever the next one <clears throat> the next game went to overtime too and i'm and and I'm always been like, oh, LeBron needs to go to the basket. Stop shooting all these side step threes, these fadeaways and and now when you go to the when you go in and get fouled like that, now I'm like, all right, man, me fall back, like obviously that's not working either. <laughs> you know, like he can't even get can't even call. But Julius Randle can jump up and and his arms in the air and get get He's getting guard calls, man. Like it was ridiculous the amount of calls he was getting on different guys. But we won that game. We pulled it out, and and I want to point out that you know we made things hard for ourselves in New York. And Jalen Bronson is one of those guys. You know the guys I talk about that the Lakers just don't have an answer for, and we don't care to. We're gonna play drop coverage, and he is going to destroy you. And he single handedly in that in in the end of the game, which I don't under, it doesn't make any sense why they gave the ball to Julius Randle to the the win the game. But I was so thankful they did because I was like, there's no way Julius Randle is going to beat us. It's not going to happen. Jalen Brunson, on the other hand, the game was over in my mind because he touches the paint. These guys drive me crazy. These guys really, really, really just do something to our defensive coverage, man. And and, and until we can fix that, certain guys are just going to destroy us. We're going to talk about another one of those guys later. But with Bronson, man, it was just unfortunate Cause he got those buckets so fast, and he got the charge call, and it's just this, that game shouldn't have been. We we were in control of the game. Russ was right; we were in control of the game. And speaking on Russ, have we seen enough? Is the trade, you know, the trade deadline coming around the corner? Are we? Are, 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 have we seen enough of Russ? I have we seen enough of Pat. And then both of them bring so much to this team? Pat gives you a, a level of physicality own guards, not forwards, That it's just unmatched. Like, I don't think we have another guy. Dennis can kind of do what he does as far as pressure. I think Dennis pressures the ball better than Pat Bev. Pat Bev's not playing you, you know, 94 feet anymore, but Dennis can. But in that half-court set, Pat Bev is very smart. He knows when to swipe down and get that low, you know, quote, block. And he, he knows how to fight over screens. And, and it's like point guards he's able to do so much against. It's just when he's trying to guard the Kawhis and Paul Georges of the world. That's just a no-no. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. But skill duplication. Always seen it. Dennis and Pat on little guards. They can pressure up on the ball. They can fight over screens. Dennis has the advantage on the offensive end, of course. But Pat seems to be finding his three-pointer right now. Dennis and Pat are kind of the same thing, in a in a very very unique way. Okay, they're not the same player, but they are like school, um, skill duplication. So, when Pat Bev was out there one game, we put Troy Brown in the starting lineup, and let's not forget, Brown had like 17 rebounds the other day, so that, that, that's great. But, um, the Boston game, he didn't have a great showing. And To me, Brown is the perfect guy to bring off the bench, he's a great reserve. Like, we need a what, what Troy Brown does, we need a guy better than him to start ahead of him, and that's really what's hurting us. It's because when Lonnie's back, when Austin comes back, and we're going to start finding ourselves in a situation, okay? Too many guards. Too many guys who can play that. And these three-guard lineups just continue to be a thing. It even happened last night against the Pacers. I haven't even got to that game yet. I was like, wait a minute. Do I see Dennis, Pat, and Russ again? You know, it drives me crazy. But you got Pat Bev. You got Dennis, you got Lonnie, you got Austin, you got Russ, you got Troy Brown. A lot of guards. Guard duplication. We we, we hit the spam button on signing these guys and we have way too many of them. So if we don't make a trade before the trade deadline is up, we're going to have this issue all year long. I feel like they need to take away less is more for Darvin Ham. Get some of these guards out of here so he'll stop feeling so pressed to play all these guys that he's he's comfortable with. Because most of these guys were healthy during the season, in the beginning of the season when guys were out and hurt. So he's got used to playing these guys. But man, we have Rui now, winning Gabriel doesn't even get to touch the court. And we're going to get into that and much, much more. And I'm going to get into the Pacers game right after this. Yeah, man, to finish up my conversation before I go into the Pacers game is, man, come on, man, with these lineups, three guards. Like, no you Gabriel to me is puzzling. Like, that surprises me. I'm, I'm shocked that he gets no run. And, and Thomas Bryant is starting to get less minutes now. That, you know, we were thinking, oh, we're going to, well, this is before a trade with Rui, of course, but TB and AD together, we're going to see what that's going to look like. And as soon as that trade came through, it was like, nope. I mean I think it's fine It's good But now we had to find a way To unlock Thomas Bryant With less minutes And I think he has Good stretches sometimes But it's like Now that he's no longer In the starting lineup It's just like He doesn't have enough time To to hit For his energy To affect the game The way it was Which I don't think it's, It ever was Going to do that When AD comes back Because it's the, the game's for some reason going to slow back down again And we're going to go through all these sets Where AD has to touch the ball And then LeBron has to touch the ball And then Russ has to do the pick and roll And then LeBron has to do the pick and roll And then AD and, and Russ And and then it's like nobody, Everybody else now has to go back to Designating spots and corners Or dunker spots And it, it's, it's no longer going to get that whole You know Alright let's just go up the court Let's get stops Get up the court Let Russ get in transition and then he'd dump it off to Thomas Bryant to William Gabriel as they're cutting or running or, or running that, you know, that pick and roll real close to the rim where he can just Russ has the ability that no other guard on the team has to drop the pass off in tough passing lanes for Wingin. And Wingin and Thomas Bryant are getting real good at catching those balls from Russ. So I'm giving Russ props on that. But yeah, now now the AD's back. You had rude to the mix. Thomas Bryant's getting a, a lesser role and Winning Gabriel has just fallen into the abyss. Of no playing time. JTA not playing as appropriate. I think he should be a break, you know, break in case of emergency type of wing. And I think he fits that role fine. Like, I never, never seen him getting a big role. But if him and Max Christie, although Christie's playing very well, if they are guys getting a lot of minutes, you know, something went wrong. And something did go wrong. AD got hurt. LeBron got hurt. You know, Pat been out. So-and-so's been out. So-and-so's been out. We have over twenty plus starting lineups already, and we're not even past the halfway mark. We need the league and the amount of different starting lineups. But yeah, we—it's just—it's just puzzling, and I don't know. I don't know how we unlock Thomas Bryant when you now have your, your your alpha males back, and then you have an alpha male coming off the bench. And are we still like cool with Russ coming off the bench? I think. The only thing that really makes sense is that you don't have him and LeBron out there together early in the going and Russ can come out there and give you the spark off the bench, but he hasn't really been doing that lately, but he still is finding ways to affect the game. But as the, the season goes on and if you get yourself into playoff playing, like is Russ going to have good games back to back in the playoffs? Or bad games back-to-back in the playoffs. Or, dare I say, if you're in the play-in, what if Russ has one of those bad Russ games and it costs you the, the play-in? Ooh, could you imagine the love he was getting from when he first went to the bench to now? It's, it's back. It's back to being mixed. But if he was to cost us a play-in game, and that means that he 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 was not traded first, that he's not traded if he if he's still here in the play-in. And then you didn't get anything for him. He's going to walk for nothing and he cost you a playing game and now you don't just get that 47 you don't just get 47 million no that's it he's off the books now and you don't get anything for him you didn't replace him you're gonna be a hard cap team it's not like you you're probably gonna have less than you know after you get Rui and Austin you're probably gonna have 20 million plus you're not gonna have 47 you don't it's not how it works it's not it's not how the, how, the, how the cap works. You don't get all that money back and say, okay, I'm going to spend it somewhere else. No. If you want to use that, you have to trade him now and break it up, that 47 up into, you know, better contracts, better play, better fits. Because these guys are starting in front of Russ are not better than him. Like, right? you're not going to convince me that that Dennis and Pat and Austin, all these guys are better players than Russ. Not even close. They cannot, none of them can do what Russ do. But the same way we have guard duplication We have a lot of rim You know our stars have duplication Him and LeBron like to attack the rim AD likes to get down here and attack the rim So that's why we need shooters That's why we need shooting And I'm just, just looking at this roster it's like If we could just get a sniper A 3 and D guy Someone that can start over Troy Brown Someone that can start in, in, in the place of Pat Bev Or you know, Pat Ben might be using that trade to get this person, or if Russ is gone, what 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 can we do? You know, so I'm just looking at it from that point. Like, what what's the next step for this roster? Because if we go into the second half of the season with this roster, and you're not you're not going to upgrade in the buyout market this time, it's not. I just don't see the buyout market being so great unless like Terrence Ross goes in. Now you get him for nothing if you can get it. I know I hear a lot of Fred Van Vliet. You know, I'm hearing his, his name thrown around a lot. That'd be a great guy for the Lakers to have, but that there has to be some of these guards have to go off the, off the lineup. You can't keep all these babies, <laughs> these, little, these little minions, as far as on the NBA world. These guys got to go if you're going to bring in a guy like him. OG, even though it's unrealistic, that's the size that you want. That's the guy that I would love to have, ideally, because you know me, bigger, faster, stronger. That tends to work for me. And I would love to see that lineup. Could you imagine? Like a Dennis, OG, Rui, LeBron, and AD lineup. man, bruh, that's crazy to me. But uh, next I'm gonna talk about Rui, I'm gonna talk about this Pacer game. And then we're gonna get out of here because you know, oh yeah, I'm not talking about LeBron breaking the record yet. Just let it, just let it happen we'll talk about it we'll, we'll we'll give him his flowers then as well as well he deserves his flowers now but we'll give him the flowers for that accomplishment when it happens so I'm not really gonna do a lot of digging in on that so more trade talk after this and paces break down in a little room we talk before we get out of here Right, we are back and the Rui Hachimura role is looking very promising him his size is very noticeable I want him to be able to catch the ball better he he's had a couple bobbles here it's like can't catch the ball clean he cleaned that up he we have a couple more baskets in transition um the shot was not falling for him you know last game but who cares he, his, his presence is well well documented you can see you know, even though he only had seven points, he only shot the ball nine times, but he had nine rebounds, okay? Nine, and he's not even a big rebound guy, but just having that size out there, the tip-outs, the stuff you see him. and then um, the game before that, man, like, against the Knicks, like, you gotta, you gotta love what you're getting from Rui. 19 points and nine rebounds? Two for four on the three-point line? Like, Rui's getting buckets, man, off eight for 12, like, what can... We, what can you? What more can you ask for? The block he had late on Brunson that they thought was a goaltender but he caught it at the apex. Everybody on Twitter, once the experts said it, and the the, the blue checks start saying the apex, all, all, all the all the commenters start saying it. He caught it at the apex. I'm like, bro, this this say he made clean block. We don't talk like that, okay? Let's stop acting like we're like like no, we're not blue checks. Even the blue checks got it from somebody else. So, yeah, he got a good block. He's promising what he's doing. <clears throat> at the, at the um, Expense of Winnie Gabriel though I'm still like we can't Find any minutes for winning I'm back on it But let's jump right into this Pacers game man Um, Tyrese Of course not the singer Tyrese Halliburton of course He comes back this game Surprise 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 okay And not only does he play 36 minutes In his first game back but I will Say this his shooting down the stretch Was an eyesore It was terrible and I think that showed that, okay, he's he's just first, this is his first game back. In the beginning, when he was making all the passes and the splashes and the threes and the, he, oh, I don't know what it is, but when people start smiling too much during the game where they're winning, you know, the Pacers were leading the whole game until the fourth quarter, which is, it's is crazy. They were up and they were in control and they were hitting all the shots and making everything they threw up and getting the bounces and, oh yeah, it was, it was just, you know, it was just, Playtime, you know it. Oh, oh Tyrese is just smiling in the camera, looking like, "Hey, look at me! I'm." B-. He's a Laker killer. He's one of the guys. He had twenty six points. He had twelve assists. He shot eleven for twenty four, but he shot four for 13. Four for thirteen from the three point line. These guys hit the three, and they just they just didn't want to stay away from it. But oh, Ben, um, what, what's what's the rookie? Um, the Ben guy that, that comes off the bench. Twenty minutes, five points, four rebounds. Hmm, don't take five shots. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And the Jackson kid off the bench, he got that big dunk over Thomas Bryant, where nobody likes to box out anymore. Buddy Hill was, you know, he had, like, he still had some juice in his legs. Like, Buddy is a guy I would really see, consider getting because the Miles Turner now, that he got the extension. It doesn't mean he can't be still traded, but I doubt they're going to trade him now. Not because he can't be traded. Just the extension kicks in next year, so he's technically still be traded, but look at buddy man buddy still got a little juice he can run around a little bit and i can see him like hitting that corner three man like i don't know what you got to give up to get him but buddy got buddy got a little juice left and he's not no young 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 guy he had 14 points but he shot two for five and three for us that that might be okay he was five eleven he only took 11 shots and net uh, net smith 24 points that's like a career high he was five for eight from the three-point line are you kidding me Oh come on, stop it! You know, is that that was annoying? The kid who hit the game winner on us the first time playing played against him, he came way right down to earth. Seven points, you know, four four rebounds, six assists. He had a a solid, you know, you know pedestrian type of game. That that's how he's supposed to play. Not supposed to be hitting game winners on the Lakers. Miles Turner had twenty and thirteen. Okay, he was two for four from deep. Um, he fouled a lot. He had five fouls, but. You know, and, and it just showed you, man Like the Pacers are really in control of this game And when you look at us um, On this side, of course, Anthony Davis had 31, 14 rebounds He had two big blocks You know, mainly the big block on Tyrese At the end of the game, I thought this was called foul, man I was like, I know the Pacers probably 30. He fouled him But, you know, that's neither here nor there LeBron had 26, 7, and 7 You know, just You know, uh, you know kind of lazy night You know, he gets buckets anyway um, Patrick Beverly and, and And Rui both had 7 points But like I said Rui had 9 rebounds Westbrook had 10 points 10 assists You know so He was 0 for 5 and 3 and I was like Lord please Like Lonnie Walker still hasn't got back right yet And Troy Brown shouldn't be starting anyway But Pat Bev came back and started And he didn't do much either Yeah so it's just like And then Thomas Bryant who I, I, I was proud of 12 minutes 11.6 rebounds Like that's Crazy like 11 and 6 and 12 minutes Like we needed all those So I'm like why can't we find a way to, to capitalize on him And then when you get to goose egg he, he doesn't even play You know Schroeder had 12, 6 and 5 You know I was fine with Schroeder Especially when we got him in the bonus I was like yeah <clears throat> Dennis is about to do his work Davis had his first game defensively Where you could say yeah That was a dominating AD game game winning. You know the game bucket the, the, the block, the denial So just looking at this team and after saying all that We have the Pelicans coming up And they're on a slump, they're lost again They don't have Zion Brandon Ingram played, he's back playing But you know we're going to see how he looks against us He'll probably have a great game They'll probably shoot the ball, lights out the gym The Clippers lost to Milwaukee That helped, the Warriors lost as well That helps, so now here we are Sitting, you know, kind of like In that spot where we're very much in the mix Of it, um, if I can look At the standings real quick we are now in twelfth place. We are right there. We're, we're like two games, two games out of six. You know, out of seven. Excuse me. So, in like you know, two and a half, three games out of six, and and the Clippers are even in sight right now. If they they slump, so it, it's 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 just amazing. The Pelicans have lost ten in a row. I've not been paying attention that much and noticed that. But the question is still The trade deadline What What's going to happen February 9th That's it When that hits And the time passes And expires We'll find out what we got I really don't even want to Judge this team too harshly Until after that date Because we don't know What they're going to do They probably don't know Exactly what they're going to do But they have um, You know A, B, and C Sitting on the desk And if one of these things happen We'll we'll have a, a Better understanding Of this team um, You guys stay tuned in We're just going to have to Just hold on guys We're going to make sure <clears throat> That you know, we, we keep ourselves together You know, keep our composure No tantrums like LeBron He was fouled, we lost Move on This is Laker 8216 This is the Chill Bravado Podcast I'm your boy Chill B We'll see you next time